You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 188, How to Be a Great Homeschool Mom. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Hello, friends. How are you? I am doing amazing. I'm super great. I don't know if you remember this, but back in October, I was talking about my birthday and how to... um, how to enjoy the birthday holiday, all those types of things, right? Asking for what you want. And I asked for cash <laughs> and I asked for cash to go towards a treadmill and it was super cute. Um, my kids were awesome. Even Georgie, he went and found some loose change and he's like, mom, this is for your treadmill. So that was super cute. So I asked for cash and I've ordered my treadmill and it is here. I am so, so, so excited about this because last year was awful. I am getting too old apparently to go run into run in the snow. Last year I fell so many times in the snow and the ice and I just, I'm done. It's not my jam anymore. We bought this house. So this is my husband's childhood home. So it's a sweet 70s style and had some interesting things about it. And one of them is it had a second kitchen in the basement, but it wasn't like in a big living area. It was in off in this weird little compartment of a kitchen um, and what I affectionately called the pit. So when we moved in, we ripped out the kitchen and I started making the pit for the kids, but now I've taken it over and I've made a gym. It has my bike hooked up on the trainer and now it has my sweet treadmill. It has all the medals I could find, uh, races I've done. Um, it has my Ironman tag on there, all those fun things. So now I don't have to go outside in the cold and I don't have to go to the rec center anymore because people keep trying to use my treadmill when I'm sure people should know that that's the treadmill I like. Um, I don't have to watch the news anymore because that was driving me absolutely bonkers was going there and watching the news. I can just go and I can run to my basement. And sometimes I have to do brick workouts where I bike and then go, I'm yeah, bike and then go right to a run. And now I don't have to bike, change my clothes and go to the gym, the rec center. I can just bike and I can bike in my triathlon clothes and just hop on the treadmill. And it is dreamy. So here's a fun fact about my running. I started running right after I had Porter and he's going to be 20 in April. So almost 20 years ago, I started running. I was incredibly inspired by my sister who was really into running at the time. She looked so amazing and she was so fast. And so I'd had my kid and I thought, oh my goodness, like I was so inspired by her, how fit and fast she was. And so I started running back way back when I had two little boys at the time and I knew absolutely nothing about running other than I wanted to try it. Um, I remember running in just my cheap socks and cheap gym shoes and sweats or whatever else I had that was comfortable. Um, I even hired a little neighbor girl who would come over a few times a week to watch my boys in the afternoon so I could run. And I decided to go for a half marathon and started training for that. I still had no idea what I was doing. And either the night before the race or maybe like a week before the race, 
I bought brand new Nikes because Nikes would just mean that they're amazing running shoes, right? Because it's a name brand. Uh, no, maybe you like to run in Nikes, but I do not. They are not made for my feet. It is a, was an absolutely terrible idea. So please don't ever buy brand new running shoes and then go run a race in them. Um, anyway, I finished my half marathon with shoes full of blood. And because my socks and shoes were so terrible, I also found out I was pregnant with Bella. So she ran the race with me, right? So that was kind of the beginning of my running journey. Just kind of a hot mess, but doing it and having a good time. Fast forward to now, <laughs> 20 years later, and I own so many pairs of running shoes. <laughs> I definitely know which brands I like and which ones work with my feet and which ones do not work with my feet. Um, I'm a big fan of Hoka's right now, and that's what I'm using right now, if you are curious. So um, that is amazing. I also have amazing socks and I can, I think they're called freestyle and they are my favorite running socks I have ever had. They have just the right cushion for me and just the right tightness. So I never bleed. Um, it never rubs my toes and it's as comfortable as it can be. So those are amazing. I also have awesome running pants and shorts and all those things. And I even found a sports bra that works for me. That was a challenge. It's actually just an Amazon bra and it is my favorite. And now I keep training and I'm trying to get faster and hopefully I want to finish a full Ironman within the next five years. So you have where I started. I started with just wanting to run, having the desire to run, but having absolutely no idea what I was doing to where I am now. I have ran so many races. I've done triathlons, um, lots of things. I know I've been to running classes of how to learn the correct form of running. I've studied shoes, socks, gear, nutrition. I have a coach to help me um, with my triathlons, right? So I've learned so much. Those 20 years of learning how to become a good runner has not been linear. It has not been, I wanted to be a good runner and started to being a world-class athlete. Absolutely not. During this time, after I had Porter when I started, I then had five more kids after that. Uh, during the time of running, one after, I can't remember which baby it was after, I maybe after Tess, because my body kind of just fell apart after I had her. But one of my ligaments in my hip flexors, something that gets stretched out in pregnancy and having so many back-to-back -back babies, it tore. Um, that's a fun fact. If, if you didn't know that, it could happen. So I had to recover from that. I have fallen <laughs> so many times while running. I literally just said that like at the beginning. Last year, I fell and I hit my head on the ice multiple times. Um, last summer, I was it last summer or two summers ago, I was hiking with my kids to the mountain in our backyard and I tripped and completely rolled my ankle, cut up my pants, cut up my, my knee. I've tripped many times where I've cut up my knees cut up my hands, all those things, right? Uh, but through the good and the bad, through all of that, that has got me to where I am now. So your homeschool, my dearest friends, is going to be the same way. You may have this desire to homeschool and you have no idea what you're doing. So you just start. Maybe you do a little bit of studying, not just jump in like I did. But then you realize that once you do start, it is very different from what you thought it was going to be. You maybe think that your homeschool should just be a linear progression, that you have a desire to start, you want to start, you feel a call from God to start, you feel all of these things, and then it's a hot mess and is not this linear progression of where you are all of a sudden creating an awesome homeschool. You have amazing days and terrible days and everything in between. 
But if you are willing to have awesome experiences in homeschooling and horrible experiences in your homeschool, and you keep going, you keep trying, you keep studying, you keep learning, you keep practicing, you are going to eventually create the homeschool that you want to create. Look at anything that you know a lot about, or that's something that you're really good at. How much time did it take you to get there or to learn that skill? 5, 10, 15 years, 20, 25, 30, right? How many years did it take you to get there? Then why do so many people think that you should just master, become a master at homeschooling in a much shorter time? It makes me think about to where I know the podcast is called Called to Homeschool, which is so fitting because so many of us felt this call to homeschool. And it's interesting, and if you're like me, what I think a lot of times of when I call, feel a call from heaven, I used to think then, oh, if God wants me to do this, then he's going to just clear the way and make this path for me so it can be as easy as humanly possible. Well, go back to the scriptures, look at every prophet, every example, and tell me where it has an example of a prophet asked to do something, and then God's like, boom, it's done, right? Something as simple as Noah, right? Go and build an ark. Uh, I don't know that he was a craftsman with building a giant ark or gathering animals and doing all these things and people were mocking him the whole time, right? But then he was able to do it. Think about uh, Moses. He's asked to free the Israelites from a Pharaoh that where he'd been, he'd ran away from and all these things, right? It wasn't easy. He had to do plagues and all sorts of things to finally get the um, Israelites out of there. And then once they got out of there, it was chaos, right? Then they were chased and they had to wander the wilderness and all the things that happened in the wilderness. It doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. But if you keep trying and keep going, you will be able to accomplish what it is that that desire in your heart, which I feel comes from God. When you have a desire, a good desire like that, I feel like it comes from heaven. So if you keep going, you will be able to create what that desire was in your heart. So some things you are learning to navigate when you are homeschooling is being with your kids 24-7. Now, it sounds funny to me now because I'm so used to this, but at the beginning, my kids did do preschool and my oldest did kindergarten, right? So we always think, and we were always told, like, you just need a break. We need a break. And maybe we do need a break. We want a break, right? But there's like society's like, oh, like we, we need breaks from children and all those types of things. And so learning how to navigate being together all the time and scheduling in time for yourself, navigating um, the noise and the chaos and all those types of things. It actually made me giggle with that one when uh, my husband's home and he's he's really, he's way more relaxed than I am, like a hundred times more relaxed than I am. But it's funny when the kids are noisy, he just puts in headphones and it's brilliant because then he doesn't snip at anybody and snap. But <laughs> I thought I teased him. I go, oh, thank goodness. I'm the one who taught our kids because you just put in headphones and tune out the noise. And I've just learned to embody the noise and ignore the noise. And it doesn't bother me anymore. So that made me giggle. But there is a part we're learning to be with them. And that noise 24-7 is a skill that you will have to learn that may not come linear. You're also learning how to run a house with having your kids home at the same time. How are you going to clean and cook and laundry and run errands and have hobbies that are all those types of things, right? You're going to start learning how to do those things. 
and it will not be linear, right? You're going to try some things and they will not work. You may try something and it will be amazing. But as you keep trying, you will find a way to make it work. You are going to learn how to teach algebra, science, reading, writing, to sometimes a very grumpy child (laughs) or a child who doesn't care about it at all, right? You are going to be able to create something amazing if you are willing to put in the work and realize that it takes time. Learning how to be good at really good at anything takes time. So wherever you are on this journey, I want you to look back for a little and I want you to celebrate some of your wins. List them out. Add more as you think of them. I can now, so here are some of my wins. I can now stay awake when my kindergartner reads to me. I know that sounds silly, but when my other kids were little and they would read to me in their very, very sweet monotone voices, I would just sit there and fall asleep like, you're doing good, baby. Mama loves you so much (laughs) and completely fall asleep. I can stay awake now for George. So way to go. After seven kids, I can do it. Um, Let's see. What else? I am super great at reading my kids' mood and seeing if I need to mix up their schedule that day. So I used to, like, what was ever on the schedule, we just had to finish it and do it and push through, If even if there were tears and, and people were grumpy and all those things. And now I'm really good at reading a kid's mood. And if a kid is just over the limit, overstimulated, and like math is freaking them out, then I can pull back and say, hey, let's play a game instead. That sounds like a lot more fun. Um, the other day with Briggy, I said, let's just do flashcards. He's like, sweet, that's so much easier. And I thought, you're still doing math, champ, right? So it's so interesting. I'm really good at reading their moods now. Let's see, I am incredibly confident now in my ability to figure out anything in homeschool. I used to be afraid. So when my kids were elementary, right, I was like, okay, I got this, I got this. And then we got to junior high years and I thought, oh my goodness, like this is scary. I don't know what I'm doing. Then I would figure it out. And then we got to high school and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm doing. And now I'm just confident and I love it. So I have, what are my kids? 10th, 9th sixth kindergarten. And I'm like, I got this. I can figure out anything. I can help you create anything you want. And it's super, super fun. But I wasn't always that way. That's what is something I've gained by being willing to keep going forward, studying, trying and growing. So if you, it is so great to have an aim of what you are trying to create, right? Like this is the amazing homeschool I want to create. This is the connections I want to create. This is the family I want to create. This is all those amazing things. That is so great and so needed. But you also need to take some time to stop and celebrate what you've been able to create so far. And I don't care if you think like, that's a stupid win, like staying awake for reading. Nope, that's a win because I used to fall asleep every stinking time, (laughs) right? So look back. And I just kind of want you, because we're coming up on Christmas and all those things, to maybe just take some time and think, here's where I'm doing amazing. Let me just reflect, because I know at the end of the year, a lot of times we want to talk about goals and all those types of things. And that's great. And there's totally a time and a space for that. But over this holiday weekend, I think it would be lovely for you to take some time and space to celebrate your wins and realize that as you celebrate those wins and keep learning and trying and growing, you will be able to become the amazing homeschool mom you want to be. So last thing I want to say, completely different topic. I am giving away family planners and my family planners have been 
huge in my own family. And I love seeing reviews of people who have them and use them. And I'm giving them away as my Christmas present this year to everyone who signs up for my annual membership. And this is brand new to have an annual membership. It ends up saving you money, um, which I'm always a big fan on. And every December, I plan on giving away something to say thank you, whether you're signing up for the annual membership or renewing your annual membership. So if you are ready to get all the homeschool help, create connection and peace, please come over, join the annual membership and receive your family planner as a thank you gift. Friends, have an amazing Christmas and I'll talk to you next time. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.